everyone, and welcome to Maker and Creator, the podcast about creativity and culture and how it affects us. My name is Jai Smith, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Adams, also known as Miss Darlinghurst. Hi, Jai. How many coffees have you had I've today? Had, I've had six, and I'm hoping this beer kicks in any minute. Yeah, you, I might, did, you I did. might need six beers just to tone it down a bit. I'm going to Tranny Bingo tonight, oh, and I'm trying cool. to stay awake for it, because it's International uh, Inclusiveness Day. Is it? Mm. Uh, so okay. I include you in my life as my special friend. Oh, thanks. Thank you. That's what it means, isn't it? Right. Oh, okay. I thought you were just <laughs> saying that to me. No. Yeah. Trade bingo is fun, though. Yeah, it should be. I've yeah. never been. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Look out for the crude jokes. Yeah, there'll be plenty. Uh, yeah, Don't be offended f- by anything. I won't be. I won't be. I'll bring my suit of armor. Uh, so, Jai, mm. I think I... I think I might have even tagged you in something before on Insta. It's um, I've been really interested with the tiny house movement yep. and minimalism for quite a while now, and you know that whole idea of we're working crazy hours and finding ways that we can sort of strip back our lives and have more room for our own headspace and. I recently came across a company called Unyoked and they offer individual tiny cabins in the middle of the wilderness here in Australia. Uh, You basically book them in, you get away, you get out into nature and it's a way to disconnect and relax. And I think as soon as I came across them, I was like, we have to get these guys on the show. I was really keen. And so to tell us a little bit more about that, we've got brothers and founders of Unyoked, (laughs) um, Chris and Cam Grant. Welcome to the show, guys. Cheers, guys. Do you Thanks guys want to quickly introduce yourself so that people at home know which voice is <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'm uh, Cam, uh, co-founder of Unyoked. And Chris, the other co-founder of Unyoked. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so clear. The difference is so easy. Yeah, twin brothers with the same voice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and they're wearing the same shoes. I don't know. Uh, Did the, you notice that? Yeah. We didn't there. until it was just pointed out. So, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, Did you share clothes a lot? Being, uh, did your mum dress you the same? No, usually I'm barefoot. I think the question before every meeting I ask Chris is, hey, do you think I need to wear shoes to this <laughs> Is this so a shoe meeting? Is this a shoe meeting? You yeah, have like, to wear yeah. shoes. <laughs> he has a real issue yeah. with wearing shoes. It's, yeah, I'm a little bit too unyoked myself right now. Yeah. <laughs> just like sweaty feet rebelling from the corporate life yeah <laughs> so you know that i guess that's what i'm really curious about even even from a name point of view where, where does that name come from uh it's um so yoke is a thing that used to attach um animals to a cart so like an ox or a bison oh. or a horse so literally unyoked it's an old word but it means to be set free to cease working and that was oh. the whole kind of ethos is we we came up with the idea like we were i was in commonwealth bank just across the road there and just, you know, wearing the suit all day, like tied to the desk till 10 p.m. at night. So the whole idea was about not doing that anymore and sort of setting ourselves free from the nine to five and that kind of, I guess, um, way of way of living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually thought it had something to do with eggs for a while. So did I, and like hatching your freedom or something. <laughs> and I'm like, am I the yolk or is the yolk going to come out of me? And I was like, oh. oh. like we get that a bit, but there, there isn't an L in unyoked. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, well pointed out. <laughs> and again, I went further. I'm like, oh, that must have been for the, the URL they needed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just made all these excuses why it must be about eggs. <laughs> so, you said you used to work at uh, the Commonwealth Bank. Yep. Um, one of our biggest clients, which is always interesting. Yeah, I saw, oh, I saw, I saw the written on the wall. I'm like, oh, maybe I should take all this down. Um, and, and, and really kind of what made you think of starting this? Like what was that breaking point in, you know, in that office? That- uh, I guess uh, like me and Chris had always wanted to start something. Like we'd kind of been brought up with sort of independence and curiosity, one of our key kind of values. So we've had books of other ideas over the years and things and wanted to start something. But Unyoked was the first one that really was us, I guess. And really we had that. I don't know, that passion, that kind of want to actually go that next step further than just paper and actually do something. Um, 
So you actually had yeah. books of ideas, just ideas you wanted That's to do That's what I was saying. Like, what are some of the other ideas yeah. that you didn't see to, to, to fruition? Oh, uh, man. We had like a coffee startup at one stage. It was an aggregator uh, for festivals back in the day when we went to <laughs> a lot of festivals. So just, <laughs> <laughs> we kept getting too munted to put yeah, yeah. ideas together. <laughs> yeah, what was that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. There was a lot of ideas. But yeah, yeah, I think it's really like we and probably our bosses as well just knew that we weren't going to be in the office for long. Like we were, we kind of didn't want to... Uh, I guess be restrained by that kind of nine to five like hierarchy and that kind of stuff because you can't really come up with your ideas and then see them through there's so many layers of bureaucracy and all that shit that just pushes it down and Cam kept taking his shoes off in board meetings were you at CBA as well? no no I was at General Assembly which is just up the road here actually yeah so I was at Woolworths originally in, in a marketing role and then left to try and find a more entrepreneurial pursuit um, and, and join GA when they were fresh in Australia uh, and then was heading up the sales and then was shipped over to Singapore to, to manage their sales over there and help start the business there. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you kind of... Was it a physical book, by the way? I'm still fascinated by oh. this book. Uh, it was lists and he's oh, talking yeah, about oh, the ideas book. book. <laughs> I, I, was like I don't a, know. It's just, just notebooks over the time. Like, you know, those little moleskin ones. Yeah. And yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Just like scribbles. It'd and just ideas. be a process like, hey, what about this? Oh, no. Yeah. That's a, or like, hey, what about this? Don't and, ever yeah. throw those out. What a treasure to go back and, <laughs> yeah. and look upon. Yeah. You know, when you make your biography, which will be a joint biography. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, from wound to millions. They're great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, have you always wanted to do things together? Like, I don't want to get too hung up on your, the fact that you're twins, but you're twins and I can't stop thinking about it. I think it's, it's been somewhat natural for us. So, so we haven't made a sort of a cognizant decision to do it, but we've always been together. So uh, our skill sets do complement each other quite well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a positive even talking to investors and going through this funding around uh, being able to sort of scratch out founder risk, which is, you know, serious issues when you have two co-founders that they're going to oh, fall out. Right. Um, I didn't know there was a thing. It is, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a thing and something that you know, they need to take into consideration how solid is this relationship, really? um, yeah. you know, before they, they put their money into the business. So Cam and I can, can tell each other whatever we want and then and then bounce back from it. So, you know, we can, there's, there's no bullshit and, uh, it, yeah, it, as a founder relationship, it actually really works quite well. Mm. Yeah, we've, yeah. We're, we're definitely quite complimentary, but... We moved around a lot as kids, like we um, went from Darwin to Melbourne to Sydney to Perth to Melbourne to Sydney and we were, I guess as, as twins it's a lot easier to stick together when you're getting chucked in new schools and stuff like yeah. that. So You always had a buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and a little like sort of safety fallback there. But then you were living in Madrid for a while, I was living in Singapore for a while so we, you know, we, we haven't always, always done things together but yeah, it just sort of worked well that you know, we, we would end up working on the same thing together. <laughs> and that moving around a lot at childhood, did that subliminally inspire you to long for getting away or inspiring people to get out of, get out of town and move around? I think so. I think it, it bred a bit of uh, being comfortable with the uncomfortable in, into us. So in terms of being, being uh, happy to start something and to sort of take that risk, I think uh, that, that was bred from moving around from an early age. Um, in terms of trying to get people out of the city and back to nature, I think... Um, some of that came from our childhood. We used to camp a lot and hike a lot and spend a lot of time uh, outdoors. And so uh, once we were in the city and we were locked in managerial roles and we were just spreadsheeted to death and not getting out there anymore, we looked for a way to, to be able to do it. And that's yeah. sort of where this idea was born from. But you just took it one step further. It wasn't like, cool, let's start, a, I don't know, a tent camping business. <laughs> it was like, let's, mill, <laughs> let's build cool tiny houses out there that people yeah. can live mm-hmm. in. So... What, what inspired that? 
We, um, it was kind of when we were at our desks, like I'd be getting spreadsheeted to death at 10 p.m. At, up at CBA, like yeah. kind of hating life, but you have those, <laughs> those, those dual monitors and on one of the monitors was, I would always have cabin porn, which do you guys know, you guys familiar with that? Yeah, Maybe Jai, a, Jai's a like, yeah, I know what it is. Okay. It's definitely not is porn it, in cabin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is it like the tiny house movement, that yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be a bit different. Yeah, yeah only, <laughs> only set in cabin, yeah. cabin lifestyle. Oh. Very, very particular taste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's like little pictures of cabins, mainly on Instagram, but it started as like Tumblr and as a book, yeah. I think. But it's just pictures of cabins in really wild locations, like on the Alps, down by oh. uh, rivers in the rainforest. And it's kind of that feeling when you'd get scrolling through there of just wanting to disappear and disconnect and I guess feel those benefits of being in the middle of nowhere and not having your phone buzz every three seconds. Yeah. And it's kind of, we used to go on trips for that, I guess like once a year, sort of around the end of the year, you know, you disappear leave your phone and you watch at home. But we wanted to create a way of getting that feeling, but in our day to day and like a tent doesn't quite get that because there's all that hassle and preparation and shit yeah. involved. Because that's camping, that's yeah. not escaping. That's, yeah. that's going to do work, you know. And we still do that. There's a yeah. time and place for that, but we wanted somewhere where on that Wednesday night at 10 p.m. when I'm getting spreadsheeted to death, I could just get up, drive like less than two hours and be in my little place in the middle of nowhere, but totally chilled mm. rather than like hiking four days, like getting leeches on you and stuff. Like that's an awesome thing. And we all always do that, but you can't do that on a Thursday basically. Yeah. 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 And the cabin was the, was the gap to, to just finish on that question. The, the cabin was the gap in the market as well. So you know that there are tent companies that exist, yeah. that, that yeah. there was glamping mm. that exists. There's, there's Airbnb. So you can stay on the, on the outskirts of a town with a, field in the backyard um you you can get your camp and go camping but there was nothing in, in that in between where you can get the sort of escapism yeah. romanticism of camping but with the comfort of a, of a hotel in a cabin yeah it yeah. really spoke to me i thought that's exactly <laughs> right what i would like to do i like going camping as well but how yeah. nice if you can just leave work as i said on a thursday and everything's set up for you and i love that idea like you can get to relaxing quicker like yeah. and, and that yeah. feels <laughs> paradoxical but it obviously isn't it's like yeah for me when i think you know even after work i'm like it takes me two hours to fully unwind from whatever i'm doing and like calm down and let's face it camping isn't always it can be really stressful you know you're trying to pitch a tent and the sun's already gone down and you're Mm -hmm. like trying to light the fire and it's only until all of that's done that you're like oh crack a beer and you're actually relaxed and then you've got to go home the day after yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, pretty much how did you go about actually making the cabins because they're super cute and where did you get the land to put them on um, whose land do you rent and who built the the cabins i guess there's there's two parts of the question um, yeah yeah so uh, first with the cabin we we actually teamed up with a couple of buddies of ours um that, that we knew from uni days um their their company's called fresh prince um and they're a design studio and they they build and design uh little awesome things like this and so yeah we, we just we caught up with them and uh just sort of brainstormed it and and then build it with them and bootstrapped the first two ourselves um and so yeah we, did, we just did a lot of research there wasn't really anything like this in australia at the time so we, there was a, a bit of a movement in the u.s um around these m- mobile cabins and yeah. tiny houses so uh yeah i think that's yeah. that's how we did it you got anything to add there yeah i mean there's tons like we were always frothing over that the cabin porn and that kind of stuff but <laughs> yeah. all around the world there's all this i guess this movement around modular and like small spaces yeah and using the most of, of what you can and, and being mm. minimal footprint and everything so there's tons of cool stuff out there so we it wasn't the worst like research as they go mm. just trawling through like pictures of all this stuff we got lots of design books and things like that and would leaf through all the books and like highlight pages of bits we liked like little tucked under the stairwells and big windows and those kind of things yeah, yeah. we sort of gradually pieced together 
our the ideal cabin, I guess. It's an easy thing to have fun with, yeah. 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 <laughs> and we had the kind of principles we went into it was that it, it wanted to bring the outside in, so focus on the, mm-hmm. the environment. Yeah. Um, so it wanted to make you feel part part of the landscape, not on the landscape. And it wanted to um, be minimalist. So it wanted to sort of pare everything back so it cut out all the clutter of this nine to five sort of city life and just make you focus on, on what's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that yeah, that's why we use sort of really pared back, nice wood. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't have anything superfluous in the cabin, so you won't find any plugs for hair dryers or TVs or any of that yeah. kind of crap. No, um, we took some license from sort of Scandinavian and Japanese minimalism, yeah. and yeah, just really tried to to keep it simple and and keep people focusing on the landscape outside and and also themselves and and their thoughts and you know what really matters instead of the things around them. Because that really is the big difference between shelter and you know what we consider a home now a home has become something that we feel with things that we want to represent ourselves versus shelter which is this keeps you safe but it's not going to be your focus from it yeah so what is in the cabin uh there's a queen size bed um there's a mini that's locks isn't it queen size bed yeah (laughs) Uh, a bar fridge um a gas like two burner stove uh hot water shower and a toilet and then we, we supply some other things. So we've got a partnership with Penguin to have Penguin Classics in there. So we do nice. a curated oh. little library. Yeah, yeah hey. we've got yoga mats that we partner with someone to put in there as well. Yeah. We provide some provisions. So like um, we've partnered with Sarah Glover, who's a like a yeah, she's a, a wonderful chef. yeah, yeah. wonderful yeah. chef. Yeah, she's got some sick little like unyoked uh, branded sort of goodies in there, like s'mores kits and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, more to do with the outside the fire, sort of get, yeah. use your hands and everything. Um, and some other cool we've shit. We've got like the that. campsite cocktails with Archie yeah, Rose. Okay. We've got oh, little wow. campsite Negronis in there at the moment, and we've got some other sweet ones coming out that are exclusive to Unyoked. Really? Yeah. No eggs in them, though. Yeah. No eggs, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you had a whiskey sour, you might be able to put some egg whites yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so coming back to the properties yep. and finding those, mm. you got some more mates that you hit up? Or? <laughs> no, we, um, what did we do first? We, we, we let a box dropped, actually. We, really? We just blanketed. We did, I don't know, old school. <laughs> 10,000 letterbox drops or something and, um, and and took out ads in local newspapers in the key areas that, that we'd, um, we'd determined were where we wanted to start. So we were really looking for areas that had that sort of um, wanderlust feel and that mm. um, more of a rainforest, um, luscious uh, landscape. So that's why we chose Kangaroo Valley and, and up near Wyong. Um, because to stick my opinion in and tell me what you think of this because every, every time I say... There's that question, I think it's on Tinder or Hinge or one of them, <laughs> and it's like beach hut or log cabin. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always log cabin. And yeah, like it's, nice. it feels very un-Australian sometimes to say that. Everyone's like, oh, can't you like the fucking beach, you know, just go down and make catching some waves. And I'm like, nah, because I, you know, it's spoiled, especially growing up in Sydney, but there's something about the mm. the shelter of a rainforest which feels more magical yeah. and I know that's because I've been spoiled because I've grown up near the beach yeah. but there is something I think that's you know as you said before Scandinavian almost kind of this you know very uh, you know Viking-esque kind of thing you know wandering out in, the, in, in a rainforest or, or a valley mm-hmm. that I think has a certain amount of romanticism that a beach you know for whatever reason maybe it's just Australiana in general doesn't quite give you but I've said that, and it's a really unpopular opinion for people. And I'm <laughs> really? like, yeah, I kind of get why it feels unpopular, but I don't know. Like, why can't you have both? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I like both us. of those things. <laughs> yeah, no, we we definitely agree. We um we actually picked all the properties for three key factors. Like the first two is that you can't see you can't see anyone or any other human elements, and then you can't hear anyone or any other human elements. 
the third one is wilderness vibes, which is exactly what <laughs> you're talking about. It's yeah. very hard to write down or like describe, but it's basically like if, if you guys go check out one of the cabins, we'll send you to a particular one. They've all got it, but it's that feeling kind of at the back of your neck that you get when you're sort of looking up at a mountain or a forest wow. or out in a rainforest that you, you feel small from nature, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get that in some beach locations, but you've got to be pretty isolated. Whereas in these locations, yeah, you can just get that feeling just, you know, two hours away pretty much. Just and feel dwarfed and yeah. yeah. And, and that's it, you know. I think I think there is a there is a feeling with a lot of these things that isn't, mm. you know, it's a feeling you get seeing the cabin where it is. It's not about seeing the cabin on its design aesthetics. It's about yeah. that that placement and that context. And you know, I think that's what we've been looking about a lot. And probably kind of my next question to you is. Mm. People do their best work in different environments, like sitting in the agency here. You know, we have designed this very specifically, mm. you know, in terms of even who can hear who when they speak. Like that's so <laughs> critical for us because yeah. you can't tune everyone out. And yeah. for us, you know, it, the lighting was really important. And then it changes as they go down to the further other end with our designers, their lighting changes again. Wow. Mm. So, and then in finance, their lights change because they all need something different. <laughs> Where do you kind of guys draw inspiration from? Like, do you go to one of these cabins and sit in them or, you know, are there other areas that you kind of draw inspiration from to do your work? We do definitely. I mean, we, we definitely, you know, drink our own Kool-Aid. We, um, we spend a fair bit of time down there and it, a lot of our you know, best decisions and best sort of creative ideas have come from spending time in the cabin. So uh, at first we were always out there setting them up and, and now we'll just make sure that we structure it into both our and, and the team's monthly activities to go and spend some time out there. Um, I mean, we, there are a lot of studies that show the importance of, of spending some time in nature and also the effect that it can have on the creative process. You know, what was that, the, the University of... Uh, Utah, I think it was, that, that uh, did this really interesting study that empirically proved that spending two days out in nature would improve the creative problem-solving process by 50% wow. in, in, in the participants. So like stuff like that, which is proven uh, results from, from spending time in nature, means that, yeah, we, we do it a lot in our process. Yeah. That kind of reminded mm. me of the press release that you guys sent over. So Adrian Play, you know, we get usually a hundred different press releases a day, and we always get random deliveries that kind of spark our attention. And you kind of become a bit desensitized to it. But your media kit or press release that kind of came through the door really struck me, and it was uh, a little prescription, um, a, a prescription for nature. And even the way it was all laid out, it looked like a doctor's prescription, and then it came with like a little wilderness spray. And it was oh, the know, wilderness spray. That's yeah, what it was. I was, it was trying like to see, trying to some, se- some seeds. I needed a plant or something, and it was like you, you know, you require one dose of nature to um, get rid of your workaholic you know, deficiency or something like that. And I just thought it was so cool and Jeez. very creative yeah. so well done who came up with that idea and that was uh, i guess because that was your launch right like getting out to media you this was a when when yeah. did you first launch it was uh, a couple of months we, ago no we launched back in march 2017 oh okay we, got, we just got so much organic media we we really just didn't need to do anything right and yeah. we still i mean we're still getting tons of organic but we wanted to basically create those connections because we want to do some more longer-lasting activations and some cool partnerships and things like that. Yeah. And we've got a few things going with, like, Monsters Children and things like that that'll be pretty oh, cool. Oh, really cool. So we're kind mm. of creating those longer term. But the um, prescriptions, I think it was Ella actually on our team that kind of first came up with it, maybe. Mm. But we all, like, we have quite a collaborative creative process. Like, we've, um, we, I don't know if you've read Creativity Inc. for the Pixar guys. Yep. Like, love, mm, love that book. book. And we sort of like, read a lot of that and take some lessons from other companies that are known for their creative processes mm. and really collaborate, even if it's not someone's direct project we have various stages where we throw around ideas brainstorm we get the post-its out for everything we do pretty much and 
try and get the best outcome. And uh, prescriptions was one of them. It actually mm. came about because we were wanting to redo our gift cards. So it wasn't just for the media. We actually Oh, that's cool. Because that yeah. cool. the idea yeah. was that there's actually been doctors around the world. Uh, I think the WHO reported on it. But yes. in Scotland and other places, like physically giving patients prescriptions to the wilderness mm. and get the fuck outside. Yeah. Like, it was your wilderness meditation. And there's another yeah. one that they're allowed to put down now. Yeah. Like, and because they weren't really allowed to for a while or something. Online, it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know like, some like, actually D a real one. Yeah. 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 I think they're yeah. called activity prescriptions. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So we wanted uh -huh. to do that. We we're like, well, you should be doing this. There's actual scientific benefits, but also we can take the piss and have some fun. And like, yeah. it'd be pretty cool if you were in your office and someone went and gave you a prescription to the wilderness because <laughs> you're sitting there and like you've got phantom phone vibrations <laughs> and stuff like that. So we'll ah. actually get in touch with your boss for you if you, if you want us to. You know, if, you, if your boss isn't letting you off, just <laughs> yeah. just swing us an email and we'll we'll give him a buzz and explain <laughs> the benefits to him, and you'll you'll be off to a cabin in no time. <laughs> what do your old bosses think of what you do now? Have they uh, have you spoken to them at all since you've done this? Um, they, they were both really um, encouraging, I think. So General Assembly was a great place to foster yeah. something like this. Yeah, yeah. sure. They were really encouraging, and uh, you know, it, it's sort of grassroots, uh, sort of an entrepreneur hub, really. And like, they're they're quite involved in the community. So, now my boss was sweet. They were, they were letting me work, you know, because we did a year, year and a half, um, full time work and full time. Fuck. running unyoked and so you know yeah, i was in singapore for a chunk of that too wasn't i so you know you you were handling things here i was three hours behind it was um it was pretty hectic but no yeah m my boss was very supportive and yeah couldn't yeah, we, have done it without them really yeah yeah we definitely joke i think there's an article <laughs> was it is the afr one i think where there was some quote by me and i think they like they tweaked it a little bit but it basically said that i was like hating life and stuff like that and, oh. and like i just hated the work and he was he like messaged me and said oh really <laughs> <laughs> but uh no he's kind of a mentor at the moment like right now oh, and we, we still stay close because it was his support and that the i guess the specific team that i was in that let me do this because mm. there's not many jobs that you can physically work yeah. two, two jobs at the same time right. and like i would go down like we started cleaning the cabins ourselves so we could build all the processes and iterate and stuff wow. and it's two hours was, away yeah I'd, I'd go down like the composting toilet the first one we used was we're not using it anymore but it needed empty this is a bucket a of shit essentially yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and compost and stuff yeah and i'd have to drive down at like 3 a.m to kangaroo valley do that come back and go to work and go to a board meeting at like eight in the morning mm -hmm. and have like still like mud on my shoes. Oh, and stuff. Mud? Was it mud? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. called it mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it was, uh, I mean, it's a good experience. Like it, I guess it shows you what you can do when you pull yeah. deep and get, get it. It was well worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about shit, um, <laughs> what, what's been the biggest scare you guys have had about the business? I don't know, I don't know if we've had a, we've been pretty lucky that we've, We've had great forward momentum since the, the go get, and we've had a great sort of network of people to to lean to if there was anything that looked like it might go pear shape to to make sure that we catch it before it does. Um, I mean, we've we've had to work hard in in finding you know landowners at the right time, and you know while we were getting the business off the ground and still working and and, and trying to you know we were, we were iterating these cabin designs and had had things like that toilet you know which which didn't quite work and. Um, so it's been a lot of hustle, but I don't know if I'd be able to pick one sort of thing that, that really gave us a fright, could you? No, I mean, I think the main main learning is that everything takes a shitload longer than you expect. Yeah. Like, yeah. like literally, no, we're, you're, we're the smallest blip on the radar for everyone else out there and they don't care. So yeah. you've really got to like... A barefooted man came to our door yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Got shit all over him. Yeah. <laughs> he's covered in shit, but he's wearing a suit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so you just gotta just gotta like hustle, make sure you're you're always following up and stuff like that. Yeah, I think we've really been um, you know touched with how uh, helpful people are and how, how you know in in the sort of Australian uh, startup scene how willing people are to to help. You know, if if you if you show that you're willing to put in the hard work and you know you've got a bit of a opportunity on your hands, you know, we've we've really enjoyed. And so yeah, we've had a lot of people help us on the way, which has been great. In terms of running a business, how how many staff are you now? Uh, five, including us. And do you does it does it feel like a business? Like, have you transitioned from this feels like we're doing something like hustling together to suddenly I've got HR issues and suddenly uh, I'm I'm dealing operational things? Not not quite yet. Like sometimes it does when we have to do bookkeeping. Definitely, totally bad. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, we. I mean, we're one of the key things we've tried to do. Uh, I mean, we're only small now, but building the culture and. One of the reasons why we wanted to start our own company was work our own way. So mm. if we ever do feel like that, we'll have a meeting and see what, what the hell's going wrong. Yeah. Because we, we're actually working out of my house at the moment. So Terrace House in Redfern, hopefully the real estate agent isn't listening. So <laughs> um, we'll uh, bleep it all out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really cool. Like it's kind of a family vibe. Like, yep. I mean, there's only a few of us there, but you've got the lounge room, the outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a different than an office environment. Yeah. It's kind of like the space here, I guess. But I think it's important to make it not feel like a real yeah, business. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-corporate was... Save money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think anti-corporate was part of our ethos from the start. We want to do do things differently and, and it, not ever get, get hung up with bureaucracy. And yeah. yeah. It is interesting that, like, in, yeah, even here, like, it's... We say there's no politics, but there are family fights. Yeah. There's, there's only 20 of us and yeah. we're all a bit close and, you know... 20 is that number where that can happen, I think, yeah. And, and you know, sometimes, you know, we, we, we meet people, we interview people and this is kind of where I was going that question that it's like, well, what's my career? And I'm like, I don't know, just yeah. do whatever you want. Like, you're really good at this, I'll pay you some more money and keep going. <laughs> and then it becomes this, t- this, this tassel, this, this tug of war between... I want to feel like it's a grown-up company, but also I really don't want to feel like it's a grown-up company because once that happens, suddenly yeah. the culture starts breaking. Are there kind of, you know, you kind of spoke around your anti-corporate principle. Are there other corporate, uh, other principles that you kind of want to keep going? Is, do you have a bit of a, you know, a culture book? We spoke to Young Henry's last week and they are <laughs> fiercely... Uh, culture-led, like yeah. fiercely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we've had a few yeah. shirts off beer pong games at Young Henry's before. Yeah. Haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> I like the culture. We're, I guess, we're filling our way along as we go. Like, we haven't sat down and specifically developed like brand guidelines or culture or anything. We've been sort of heads down running since we started, mm-hmm. but it's been implicit in the way that we that we have been building everything and work with the team. So, like, creativity and collaboration are one mm-hmm. of the key things. Like. We want to I think from the nine to five, you kind of like it's embedded in you to be fearful of sharing your opinions and sharing your ideas because it's kind of they always get mushed down or mm. like people think, you know, they're stupid and things. So we're trying to build a like a safe environment that people share as many random shitty ideas as possible because yeah. some of them are awesome and they don't realize it. You're right. Um, Initiative is something that, that we've actually specifically try and target in in our hires and something that, that we want to foster you know p- people have the ability and are, are willing to to try new things and you know break barriers and you know to do what they think is right awesome. yeah and we also send like everyone goes down to the cabins every now and then and then we also have like an extra week a year of um holidays like basically a mini sabbatical where they nice. they just head away <laughs> somewhere on the wilderness yeah and, that, and that's like basically it. it's kind of like i guess it's work in the sense that they have to do it yeah but, uh, but uh it's not bad right oh, i've got to go away good yeah, yeah. damn it <laughs> has there been a moment that you guys have been particularly proud of like have you had your proudest sort of moment maybe individually um 
I would say it's been such constant hustle that we yeah. that we haven't. I mean, we've we've tried to enjoy the winds. You know, when, when we get a new cabin set up and we can we can go and stand a hundred meters away and just look at it there in the forest. You know, that we, I think those particular moments we've really loved. Um, in terms of sort of larger winds, I think it's just step by step at the moment. So they're, they're all smaller steps in in a larger piece. Um, mm. what, yeah. what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, it's kind of the same. There's no there's no like pivotal moments, but it's kind of when you do stop to. I guess, uh, like breathe for a second. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the fact that, yeah, you know, we've been doing this for a couple of years. We've got some staff, we've got six cabins out there. We've got all this press and we've got a, a shitload of really stoked, uh, customers and, and a big community. And you kind of sit back and you think that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. We, do, we work you know, seven days a week really, but we do love what we're doing and we do every now and again, get a chance to stop and say, yeah, Hey, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah there, was, there was one time actually when we were, um, we launched two Melbourne cabins in midwinter last year, and it was like oh. it's the coldest winter Melbourne's had for I don't know. They say that all the time. But yeah, every they, year it's yeah, like yeah. the hottest <laughs> something, the coldest. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, are we sure, guys? <laughs> like, this time was real. Yeah, this, this time we mean it. Last time it was. Yeah, it felt like it was last we time. Was, yeah, we, we were digging, like we were still setting it up quite um, manually, so we could learn all the processes and then and then move as we get to this next stage and sort of hit go to scale. And we were digging a grey water trench in frozen ground. Oh in like minus three degree weather in clothes that were not appropriate for it and and it sucked but then you kind of look up and you'd see this mountain range behind you and you'd see the cabin and you'd be like actually this is better than sitting at a desk doing some project that i don't give a shit about yeah mm. i i got a question before i ask my next one were you guys <laughs> handy and like like well versed in construction everything beforehand or were you guys kind of like the rest of us and like if something breaks like i feel really proud after i've used a screwdriver once <laughs> ah you know fucking bob the builder here we're probably closer to the latter, I'd say, although our, our dad's super handy, so hopefully we had it in us somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he was super handy and takes stuff apart and puts back together, but I think he tried to teach us back when we were kids, but being twin boys, I think as soon as we went down to the workshop, we started whacking each other with hammers and shit, and, then, and he's like, yeah, it's not happening. Get out. So, Get out. Yeah. yeah, so we've got like a curiosity for finding that stuff out. We've got a lot more handy. We, yeah. we own a lot more hammers now. But yeah. uh, you have a tool belt now? Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to own a tool belt. I have yeah. a for it here in my... Might class. go on at Tranny Bingo tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> How are you planning to grow? How big do you want this to be? Do you want it big? Want it, I guess we don't know is the, the short answer, but we want to make it big enough that enough people like us can get away when they need it. Oh, so, you guys are booked out every weekend exactly. in Sydney for like till December pretty much. Till next yeah. year, yeah. Till next year, yeah. Even midweek. I don't think Miguel, one of our cabins, has a free day for like the next three months. Yeah. Like it's, it's thousands crazy, sitting on right? a wait list waiting for weekends in the yeah. moment. So really? We would love it to finish camp sentence there. We, we would love uh, enough cabins available to, to be able to have access for cabins when people need them because yeah. that, that, that was our original goal, wasn't it, yeah. Cam, to... To f- when we were sitting in our in our office, you know, at 10 p.m., going, you know, shit, I've, uh, I've hit a brick wall. Um, I, I need to get out of the city. Uh, then you could, and you, you can jump on our website and you can find a cabin and just drive two hours, listen to a couple of podcasts, and then be in the middle of nowhere and be able to just yeah. take a breather and then come back and yeah. be twice as productive. Do yeah. you recommend podcasts for your prescription? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. Know yeah. a couple of good ones. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So some like you know we, we'll have outside each major city really because we want to do it everywhere, and then some other like more unique, cool locations um, as well. Um, and I mean, we just want to keep it 
keep it tight though. We don't want to, you know, go put the foot down and go like 3000 or anything like that. Like that's insane. We want to keep it authentic, keep it ourselves and just make sure we're having fun and doing random stuff while we're doing it. We've got some wicked properties. So some, yeah. 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 Some like real cool stuff to park, share. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please put the theme on when people walk in. Yeah. Or something. yeah. <laughs> don't be so good. <laughs> 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 Wonderful, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I'm definitely feeling very inspired to get out into nature yeah. and, and no plan a little trip. One of my goals this year is to do an overnight hike to actually hike in. Oh, awesome. Pitch a tent and you know do that. So Sweet. yeah, I might do that once, but for every other time, I'm gonna be using unyoked. So. Yeah, please. We've we'll got your prescription, right? Yeah. I know, I know. I'm yeah. so excited. Actually, yeah. I met, um, yeah, I was like, when can I actually book in? And then you guys are booked out, so I might have to try and get away midweek. Yeah, just let us know when you're thinking we can have. A yeah, look here. you can. Okay. Like we, I mean, we. But then a lot of other people do actually go down to work. So you can, only one of them has no reception. Okay. So you can hotspot your phone and, and like we have quite a lot of creatives, freelancers going down to actually get into a different creative mind space and stuff down mm. there. Is it, would I get scared? Is it, does it feel a bit wolf creaky if you go by yourself or do you, I don't oh, know. Depends who you go with. Yeah. 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 Or if I went by my um, no, scaredy no. cat. No, the properties are super, super safe. They're privately owned properties. We, we're, you know, we're partners with the owners. Okay. There's, there's no one else there. There's no so, you know, serial feeding killers them who are like, yeah, not, send you know, young <laughs> women to <laughs> my... Yeah, human you know, trafficking. Cabin porn. Cabin porn. This is what we really know. Thanks for covering that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't on my list of questions. And if people want to discover you and... Um, I feel like we really logged cabin porn, but if they want to follow yeah. you on no, Instagram, yeah. clear that, um, <laughs> they can look up what's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's unyoked.co. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just unyoked.co is our website as well. Wonderful. And it's in Sydney, Melbourne at the moment. You've got cabins? Yeah. Yep. Sydney, Melbourne, other areas opening very soon. Okay. Watch this space. Mm. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, guys. And thank you for listening to Maker and Creator. We are into season two. Uh, maybe go back and listen to season one if you haven't Definitely. listened to any of our episodes. There's Which something. episode would you recommend? Um, you know, I really like, it's quite a long episode, but I quite liked the um, Peter, Peter, Ricks, Peter Ricks one. Peter yeah. Ricks episode who um, founded the ARIA Awards. I thought that oh. was really fascinating. I listened to Tamsin's again because she was in oh, for yeah. the immersion, uh, underground cinema. Underground cinema. It, it was really good. I forgot how well she unpacked that thinking and mm. just doing something that on that bigger scale like it was really good yeah i love that and actually they've just produced dirty dancing yeah, which has been why, in sydney, yeah, yeah, sydney yeah. and melbourne uh, so yeah look, there's, there's plenty of good ones on there and um yeah that's it from now if you want to hit us up you can uh find jai he's at double star co i'm ms darlinghurst that's it for us we'll see you next week thanks guys thanks. cheers thank you Woo!